Hello and welcome to the Left Unsupervised Podcast. I'm Ben Pransky. I'm Randy B. Today we are joined by fellow comedian and good friend of both of ours, MGB, also known as Martin. Hello. Uh, on today's show we're going to be talking about famous people that Martin has met, his love for karaoke and a love that is in his life. We're also going to be doing a word association game, aren't we, Randy? I don't know if these are the armed awful I'm just gonna put it out there, and when I lose miserably, don't have any like loss of respect for me. I'll, I'll, I'll help you win. I'll be even more random than a random person at a random event, which wasn't even theirs to be random. At. See, but that just feels like a hollow victory. I'll take it. Fuck it. I'll take it. <laughs> if it, a win's a win. So that's pretty much like my sex life. <laughs> well, um, and we're going to replace on this show. We're not going to be doing the dear Randy and Ben because Randy's forgot his book. So, uh, with all the things on them. And some of you bo- haven't bothered writing in. So, we're going to do a different one, which is Randy's idea of what, Challenge Ben. What, but, but, again, why do you why do you have to tell people? I know we podcast and we share, but we don't have to share everything. Oh, Randy's forgot his book. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks. How professional does that make me look when the BBC listens to the podcast? They're not going to sign me, are they? Because I forgot my book. Cheers, Ben. Don't mean we're going to do Challenge Ben now. No, we're still doing Challenge Ben. We're doubly doing Challenge Ben now because I want to see you get slapped up again like we did at the wrestling. It's Randy and Ben. Randy and Ben going on adventures. Randy and Ben. Randy and Ben going on adventures. Randy and Ben. Randy and Ben. Randy and Ben going on adventures. Randy and Ben. They left unsupervised. So, Martin, we've got a couple of questions for you. The, the first one is, have you ever met anyone famous? And the reason I'm asking is, I've met someone famous before. I met David Beckham. I was doing security at Heathrow Airport. He came through and he, he had metal on him because, and I had to search him. So, I've technically, I've touched every part of David Beckham's anatomy. You just wanted to cop a feel and that was that. Well, I copped a feel. Hello there, mate. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. So you want to search me? All right, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, all right, Vicky, he's just going to... All right, yeah. He, yeah, he obviously had no idea what was going on and he just went along with all of it. Oh, uh, you got all my hands on Vicky. Oh, yeah, there. I, I want to know why, um, during that, obviously you can't see what's going on with listening, but why Randy <laughs> burst into laughter at suddenly as soon as I said, I've touched David Beckham all over? It's just when you said... David Beckham came through. I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suddenly had this mental image, and then I just that's a sort of, image of those golden balls. Are they golden or are they bronze? I had to stifle a giggle because I know it's difficult for me to edit when I'm giggling in the background. So, Martin, have you uh, have you met anyone famous? Uh, I've met a few people. There's been musicians as well as sort of like TV personalities. I mean, I, I guess the real claim to fame and. I don't know whether to be proud of this or not, um, but to absolute legends, legends in the scene is uh, Jimmy Savile and Rolf Harris. Yay! <laughs> For those of people in America or other countries um, who don't know who Jimmy Savile is, Jimmy Savile was a national treasure back in, was it the 80s he was a national treasure? 70s, 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 80s. 70s, 80s. 
He did some incredible shows. He did amazing things for charity, actually. He did ran marathons. And then after he died, we worked out he was a dirty, filthy paedophile who abused children in hospitals. And there was a massive cover-up from our police, our... Um, who else covered it up? Social services. Service, service, services. And those within sort of like, you know, a certain industry that we will not mention. BBC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all of them. If there is anyone from the BBC listening, you know it's true. And if you were doing it, I'm not on any part of you. If you weren't, I'll have any contract you're offering. So on the back of that, uh, Martin, how did you meet um, Jimmy Savile? I grew up in a little village in Berkshire called Crowthorne. And it's kind of sat right on, like... Broadmoor Hospital. You've got Broadmoor Hospital and Crowthorn Village and he would be regularly seen jogging through um, the high street. And I don't know how... I must have been about single figures, eight, nine years old now in the local butchers there with my dad. And all of a sudden, the door bursts open and in comes Jimmy Savile with his, like, with his bodyguard now, or whoever you want to call him, I must say balance, I don't know, it might be his, like, kitty fiddler partner. Um, but they came in um, said hello to the butcher and that with his like Nalgen, Nalgen, hey, hey, what have we got here? What have we? Hello, young man. And I hid behind my dad, scared, but also wanting to turn around and say, I, can I meet Kit? Because I really want to meet like the talking car. Instead, I hid and went, there's something fucking weird about this bloke. I just, no. And he just left saying goodbye and carried on going. I don't know how he didn't notice that Jimmy Savile was a paedophile. Because if you actually said to someone... Draw a paedophile. You would draw. You would draw a Jimmy Savile. I mean, he was clearly a disgusting. I mean, this is coming from someone who's younger than both of you. So I only. I don't have much of a memory of him being a national treasure. I don't understand how 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 did we miss the, the, all the signs? And in those days, everything was covered up. Every single but thing because it was, just, it was cigars, money and fame and everything. The cigar and... smoking. But it's not necessarily, that's not necessarily how you would... Not, not saying everyone who smokes cigars, cigars are No, 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 but... But he was, he was just gruesome. You know, cigar smoking, jingle jangle bangles, and the tracksuit is the tracksuit that gave it away. Always anyone who wears track those tracksuits... Anyone who wears a tracksuit. You know, it's just that freedom of bollocks and penis swinging so he can get it out for the kids. Are you only saying that because I'm in a tracksuit now? Yeah. This is just it. So... Oh, okay. And also, it's just that cigar and that medallion that was, you got around your neck. Cause and it just, was always the tracksuit was always there was nothing under the tracksuit. It'd always be open halfway on the top. So, you so when you said nothing truck. under the tracksuit, I thought you'd seen his bollocks. No, but you knew because it was easy access for him to get a quick kind of. He's just he, yeah, and, and he, he was. He would be on the television on Top of the Pops. He was the main anchor, the main DJ guy for the BBC and for yeah. Top of the Pops. He was their flagship guy. He was friends with royal fam- members of the royal family um, and he would be on national TV. There's video clips of it on YouTube of him groping underage girls on, on national on TV Pops. on Top of the Pops and it was just, oh, it's just cheeky Uncle Jimmy. Um, but because of his influence and the fact that he was connected to so many higher-ranking, powerful government and royal family, and the fact that he he, earned, he made millions and millions to, for charity, nobody wanted to say Jimmy Savile was a paedophile because the general consensus was "fuck off." He's just raised three million pound for a children's hospital. How dare you but say that about Jimmy? He was stay, whatever. That happens, was his cover. That's yeah. how we got I mean, away with happens, it. I've got but the that's view. That's how we got away with it. I've got a view of anyone who covered it up um, is actually as bad as what Absolutely. he did. There um, was there was speaking and, from and I want to move off. There's yes. just so much. Yeah, there's, I want to move off. At the end of the day, you know, all the stuff that he's done is all the stuff that he's done. It's like like him, it's dead and buried. 
in some yeah, in but so it's many not, ways. It's not we, to a lot of people. To a lot of people, it didn't so, interfere with our lives directly. No, but I well, you so, met him. I met him, but along on, with the I other want to move on. I want to move on because I want to get off of that. So, and I want to ask. How do you get off with that? No, no, no I want to get off with Jimmy Savile. No, I want to move on from that, and I want to know how did you meet Rolf Harris? By the way, Rolf Harris was a national treasure. He was Australian. Um, he he had he, great. I tell you, the songs that he came out he, with, he did, Two he Little did, Boys, Time of Kangaroo Down, all that brilliant, yeah, and, and his cover of Stairway to Heaven. And he did some brilliant photo, like, paintings, painting, and things yeah, like all that, that sort of stuff. Uh, and he turned out to be a dirty, fucking nasty paedophile. How he, did you meet him? Well, I must say, if you're listening, Mr. Harris, in your um, lovely prison cell, hi, thanks. Um, but no, it's again. just Crowthorn. It's a wonderful place. I'm get, I, I get concerned about it now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's the road research laboratories, which are based there, TRL, where they did all like you when you watch the high impact like crash, where they test yeah, yeah. all the cars and stuff like that. My late father, he was disabled, and we would go along to the disability shows there, and we'd, he could like take a look at the cars, try out all the new sort of like gadgets they're bringing out for disabilities to make their life easier. And Rolf Harris was just there, and I didn't really again talk to him much. He just sat down with my dad, having a cup of coffee. Everyone was a load of people around us, and I just went off like just testing out all like the stuff. I was more interested in, oh my God, that's a rowing machine on four wheels. I'm going to take that for a spin and see how fast I can go. Then sitting there going, hi, how's your uh, two little boys? And uh, your didgeridoo. How do you make it go? You can do a didgeridoo without a didgeridoo. I was quite impressed just, that. Is that just the do? There's only a band of didgeridooers. Hey. So moving on from that, because that got, I think, really Really dark, deep. really, really sort of and like... I, I don't want to meet any of your friends or anyone you've ever met or where know. Did you, where did you live? This, this is in a little village called Crowthorn. I mean, it, it's kind of changed you now. Just, but anyone who listens to this, don't go to Crowthorn. Well, you know no, it's changed get. a lot. And all the people that were living there that when I was younger, and that, they've all died most of them anyway, who could have been that sort of thing. But no, the people there were lovely. It was just the famous people that came there. People there were lovely. I wonder um, I wonder how many letters we're going to get signed from Angry from Crowthorpe. <laughs> Dear Hopefully. Randy and Ben, blah, 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 Angry from Crowthorpe. You're not angry, mate. You're just sore. <laughs> no, look, seriously, Crowthorpe is actually a really, really nice place. And it's but near Sanders Barracks where Prince, uh, Prince Willie Boy went to his like army stuff as well. So not sold it to me. I hate the royal family. Yeah, nah. MGB. Um, so you, how, how long have you been doing comedy? You've not been doing it that long, have you? Not long at all, no. I've only done a couple of gigs, in all fairness. Um, mainly because I was told, give it a go. Uh, one of the people that told me to give it a go was yourself, Senor Ben, and also Mr Dave D as well. I bullied him. I, I, actually, I remember your first ever gig. I bullied you onto the stage on a gig that I was running. Yep. And I went down and I said, I've had someone blow out. You said you're interesting. Do you want to get up and do it? And he went, oh, there you go. Don't believe it. You went into the audience and spoke no, to I someone. I knew him before. And, that, and spoke, to, spoke to someone who was interested in comedy or was maybe a comedian <laughs> and went, shit, we've had a blowout. Could you get up on stage and do 10 minutes for us, please? I, I can't was... see you ever doing that. <laughs> oh, apart from the about eight fucking times you've done it to me when I've just gone out for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but this was his first ever gig. You've never done it. And this was me. I literally, it was it, I had 10 minutes to think up material to use. So I sat there with a uh, flyer from Codmate. Hello, Codmate. Codmate, you're lovely. Lovely Codmate. food. Um, terrible taste in condom names. Um, but yeah, so I literally just wrote down like quick sort of like ideas for it and went up there and just did it at the end of the day. Cool. Um, and it went down better than I thought it would. Um, 
So you have know, you found any problems since? Is there anything that you worry about or the thing? The thing that I that after watching back on my second one especially, I need to slow down when telling stories because <laughs> stories and that you can go into great detail, but if it's coming out like Speedy Gonzalez trying to run a race, race with the Roadrunner. It's not gonna. They'll get catch certain yeah. points, but it's you're not gonna get those big laughs. You've got to allow those laughs to happen, otherwise it's not gonna carry through. So, what, Randy? What what have you got any problems or anything when you're doing stand up? Is there anything that you find that is is a problem, or anything you worry about, or apart from your erection while you're on stage? I didn't know you was gonna ask me this question. I'm still waiting for you to ask me if I've met anyone famous. I'm still that where'd that go? <laughs> Keep that in if you want, that's all right. All right, anyone famous? I was gonna watch that, no, I don't want to ask it now. Oh. I can't think of anything that sort of worries me on stage that's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that you can. <laughs> I'm just leaving it in bits it is oh, fucking <laughs> Listeners at home, I generally edit a lot of the podcasts we record <laughs> to make it sound like everyone's talking sense. You know, you know what they say about sort of like you know the the, the true art of comedy is being a twat. Clearly, what, what being an absolute twat. You're listening to the Unsupervised Podcast, starring Randy B. Randy, have you ever met anyone famous? Oh, uh, define like what you mean by met. I mean, did you have to have like some kind of conversation, or does it have to be like, or is it just like in passing and a little acknowledgement? Or just wave at them over the street. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, sorry, you're just the traffic warden. Yeah, more or less, it was kind of like that. I was in New York a little while back and stayed in quite a nice hotel near Times Square. Snow was coming down. It was quite late. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out and get some photos. The snow, New York, black and white, mark, make it a little bit classy, a little bit eye. As I was rushing out through the doors of the hotel, Denzel Washington was in, in the lobby. And I saw him, and I'm not really a fanboy. I don't really kind of... I see fans He's no Samuel L. Jackson. Well, I, well, you say that's controversial, controversial. But I, I look at him and I think, oh, he's a famous person. And I know that they probably don't want to get harassed. They're doing their daily life. So I don't tend to go up and speak to him. I thought, oh my God, it's Denzel Washington. I've got to go and say hello. You know what I mean? I can't, can't let that opportunity go. And I bottled it as I was walking towards him. But he saw me walking towards him. So we had had that contact of eye contact. Eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I thought, shit, if I bow now, it's, it's, it's going to be really awkward. So I thought I could do the only thing that I can do and just walk straight past him. And as I walked past him, he kind of looked at me and I looked at him and I went, Denzel? And he went and just gave me a little nod of the head. I stepped outside and realised that a boy from Peckham had just shouted in the lobby of a hotel, like Del Boy, Denzel! <laughs> looked around. Luckily, there was no English people there. I was I looked like a right prick. Randy, have you ever had when when you're doing a gig or you're before you do the gig or during the gig? Is there anything that you find hard or you find challenging? It's always always the nerves beforehand. No matter how mm. many gigs I've ever done, you always get that little bit of anticipation mm. before you get on. But I think it's a good thing because I think you can you can ride that wave. Um, well, fear stops you from dying. That's the whole idea of it. Well, I won't go that far. I've died a few times <laughs> no. on stage, and I've been terrified. So, but um, I don't know. There's, I always worry about the the. I worry about the audience more than anything else because I feel 
I've got, as you have, numerous sets that are sometimes yeah. interchangeable. And I'll start off on one set and I'll look at the audience and they're completely not into it because it's maybe the wrong generation, the wrong area, the wrong demographic, the wrong gender. And then you can't suddenly have to kind of switch and that's that kind of thinking on your feet, twisting and uh, adapting. So I always worry that the audience is not going to... I feel like I should be yeah. performing for them and if they're not happy... I think that's the idea. I think the idea is you've got to perform for the audience that's in yeah. front of you. Um and you've got to adapt, and I think that's that's the biggest learning curve that I'm still trying to do. I mean, I made from from I think my first ever gig when I decided I wanted to do it seriously. I made it my ambition to be able to play any room. Yeah, and I don't mean storm any room and be perfect in any room. I mean just be able to get them to go. Actually, he's quite a good comedian. But, but do you, yeah, sorry. Do you find though? And again, this is to yeah, no, no, cool. MGB as well. Um, do you find that the difficult thing about fringe comedy, which we do, um, is that people go there that are in they're in the audience. They've got it's an eclectic audience. You get people that like uh, one-liners, people that like stories, people that like smutty jokes, people that like all different types of things. So you get some people laughing, some people won't get it. Some people into physical comedy, some people abstract comedy. If you're famous as a comedian, for example, yeah. like Michael McIntyre. People will buy tickets to see a Michael McIntyre gig the same way you will buy tickets to go and see a Guns N' Roses gig because you like rock music. You're not going to buy tickets to go and see the opera, yeah? So you find that they'll love MGB but hate me. And then I think, oh my God, I'm shit. But it's just because the difference of the people that are in the room. I think that no matter what, when you do a comedy gig, although I've only done a couple and that, my aim is always, in the back of my mind, I've always had three aims and I need to get them to laugh, I need to get them to groan, and they need to get that sharp intake of breath for the, oh my God, did he just fucking say that? All that one joke. Not even with one joke, but just through your entire set. If you can get those three, no matter if it's one person or the whole room doing it, then you've got something because, or you've got someone. It's the reaction. It's, it? it's, the, it's, reaction it's the reaction to, if, to what you've said. I mean, I, yeah. I, and again, Ben knows this because we've been at a, sorry, we've been to a few gigs where um, I've had more... <gasps> than actual laughs and yeah. to be honest with you I've come off the stage after that and that's kind of made me feel sometimes better than, than the last just the fact that people are, are shocked by the, the, the it's that kind of or the other thing that's quite funny is or that I quite like is when people do that draw of breath and they go <gasps> and then they laugh yeah. and you notice that they always look to the other people in the audience as if they're asking for permission yeah. am I allowed to laugh at that offensive can, thing that's yeah. been said can that's why funny. if I'm at someone's gig and, I, and I'm not performing, and say so it's like your gig, I will laugh at those jokes because I'm then giving accreditation. Mm. So if you're at a comedy gig and you find it funny, laugh. Because if you want to laugh, there's probably someone else who wants to laugh, but they're too embarrassed to laugh because they, they don't feel that they're being... Um... I think it's easier when you turn up with a group of friends who you've all got a kind of similar... that You all know each other's like sense oh, of humour. Even if you're there on your own. Laugh if you find it funny, because I guarantee someone else there will no, find I, it funny. I, that I agree with that, but what I mean is that some people find it fun, like easier to do that when there are they're there with friends, even if it's two or three, two or three of Safety you sort of thing. Numbers. Yeah, you you know that you can laugh that, and no one's going to judge you harshly for it because and if, if you, there's a few of you, whereas when, when there's one of you, they, you kind of have that slight fear of shit. And if you do go with a group of two or three friends, don't fucking talk. Yeah. Or, Nothing more annoying. Or don't feel as well. This is this is for the general listeners. If you do go to a comedy gig and you're you're new to comedy gigs or the environment or or whatever, yeah, it, it's not necessary to heckle all the time. 
Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, fine. If you want to interact, if you want to say something, or you feel you've got a valid point, then there's nothing wrong with a bit of heckling and a bit of interaction with a comedian. If anything, we quite enjoy it. Yeah, I say as of us three around the table, I can't speak for anybody else. We quite enjoy that kind of conversation yeah. with you. It See, makes it more personal. I haven't quite got to that point yet, and that's where I'm hoping that the crowd interaction things that I'm working on will build that up and bring that into because that's oh, yeah. what I'm looking I'm for. I'm sure it will. I mean, you're a very likable guy, so it's kind of... Oh, it's... thanks. I told you that I don't. You're lovely, but my beard's better and I don't date right. shit beards. By the way, I'm the only one here without a beard. Oh, I feel a bit off. left out. I mean... You, you are the drummer from ZZ Top. So do you know what my biggest problem mm. is when I'm when I'm gigging? I'm, I find the most biggest struggle... Me waving at the back. No, I find the biggest struggle is trying to talk while so many people are laughing at my previous joke. Then that's when you're meant to just wait for it to cut. Like, no, to but die I mean, down. no, but I mean, constant. I mean, I do one joke, and ten minutes later, they're still laughing, and I'm going, "It's all right. That joke wasn't even a joke. I just said my name." Yeah, exactly. Still laughing. Just your name. And, I mean, Ben, what? How do you spell that? Yeah. I just, I just, I just find that people laugh too much at my gigs. Well, Boy, I just fuck is that? <laughs> Some of the guests on this show are lonely and sad. Randy and Ben are seeing if they can change this. So MGB, let's uh, let's just throw it out there. You're a funny guy. You're a good-looking fella. Is there anyone special in your life? Oh, if only no. I um, I, I have a lovely bitch at home, and she is a lovely bitch. And what a bitch! I'm obviously talking about my dog. <laughs> oh, I, face, so sure. I just looked at your dog. <gasps> she might listen to it. Actually, oh. your dog's still mine. And I know, I, I, I haven't met Macy, but I know Macy. I've heard about Macy. Uh, yeah. She still might listen to this. She she may very well. She'll probably hear my voice and tilt head one way, then tilt head the other way, then tilt it the other way, then just urinate. So Sounds like my sex life. Yeah, but I was behind you, so you couldn't see me. So. Mirrored walls. <laughs> I was just wondering how long we keep the silence on that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but you, you can't see. As soon as Randy said it, he looked into my eyes. And I, I to be honest, I feel a bit awkward. How how is Macy? Yeah, she's good. She's as much trouble as she isn't trouble. She's five years old. Um Do you pick up the dog outside? Um of course I do. What the okay, hell? Do, just, do, do, just, do I look like a terrorist or something? You know, I mean, I've got the beard for it, but well, yeah, you, you do, but you do a little bit. I mean, as I said earlier, I used to do security at Heathrow Airport, and I would have stopped you for terrorism and drugs. No, the no, two man. things you'd have been stopped no, for. There's nothing here, man. I don't, I don't do, don't, 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 don't do that. Bang! <laughs> What's that in your shoe? Have you had any? Have you had any incidents with Macy? Like, oh God, is. With with Macy, there are so many incidents that, I mean, she's been included in like, in, in the stand up that I do. I do include her because um, it's just a great source of material. She really, really is. Um, from when she was young, um, jumping at her own shadow, sort of thing, which is all like all dogs do. Randy still does that now. Yeah, <laughs> I do. That. I've seen him face plant the floor on a, on a night out where he's just gone. <laughs> right, I wouldn't mind. There wasn't even a shadow there. 
Mm. Yeah. It pisses me off. He's like following me. Yeah. Like, well, you fuck <laughs> off. Stop following me, you stalking bastard. Fucking and Peter Pan, you bastard. And then we get into a punch up, and I, I, yeah, it's just, it's not good. It's not nice. It's not yeah. fun. No, she's. Um, I mean, there, there, I've had moments where she's woken me up by puking in my eye. Uh, <laughs> Again. Yep. Sounds like Again, my sex yeah, life. Like I'd, I'd like to say I've been out on a night out with Randy. We've shared a hotel room together. I've woken up with him puking on my eye. You're single. Yeah. Yeah. If if there were, it, it, you're not in a position that you don't want to meet someone, are you? you you'd actually quite like to meet someone. If, Every, I tell you what, those if you the opportunity around, they, they don't want to meet someone, then quite frankly, they're dead. Right. So I've got an idea. You see, because you are a good-looking man. Look, yeah. I have told you, you just you haven't got the beard for it. It's not no, I haven't got a beard at all. No. <laughs> Plus, I'm married. And that sh- that shadow under your nose, quite um, frankly. I know that I know Randy's not married, um, but he's got a beard, two beards together. It'll it's be like, like felt crow. <laughs> it'll be like a fucking velcro. Like velcro yeah. You can't do that. So, I'm going to put it out there that we have quite a few listeners. Seven. Uh, <laughs> Seven thousand. Seven. 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 No, we do. We, 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 actually, I'm going to take that as a thank you for everyone who's listening now. And if you listen to the previous podcast, thank you very much. I've been amazed by the amount of people who've it listened has, to it. It has been. Uh, I've been really yeah. shocked. Thank you. But, and and if I you're know, still listening now, thank you. <gasps> you haven't scheduled me yet. And you, well, I'm about to say that probably won't help. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, a, but there are some women who I know are single. Uh, if you're interested, what was the laugh for? I know they're single. <laughs> right, and. If you, if you like Martin, my point is get in touch with Left Unsupervised Podcast. And there's a number of ways you can get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us by email, leftunsupervisedpodcast.hotmail.com. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Instagram, which is Left Unsupervised. Do the search for that and you'll see Randy and Ben. Facebook. We've got You've Facebook, got Facebook which is the Left Unsupervised uh, Podcast Facebook page. We've got Twitter, which is Left Unsupervis one. Let's start doing Left Unsupervised, and you'll see Randy and Ben. You'll see us on there. They're all linked together as well. So if you go to any one of these social media platforms, it'll have a link. You'll have a link to the other one. So um, and and tell us you're interested in Martin, and we we want to try and hook you up. And what I'd really love is a future episode where we have. A first date. No, fuck it. I just, I'm literally. Surprise, surprise. I got a little bit worried when you went, I want an episode. Fuck it. I'm going to put it out there <laughs> where we actually podcast from Martin's wedding. <laughs> oh, even better. Do you, you know imagine? what? We'll do it. We'll we'll now, do it. We could do a commentary. We'd be like, now uh, Martin and his future wife are taken to the floor for their any, first dance. Any females that Martin, think there please is. Please pick up your trousers. This is not the comedy sketch. Any females <laughs> who think that you've got no chance of getting on this podcast, marry Martin. You're guaranteed on the podcast. And some wedding cake. Fucking win win. May, may, may I also say that you must like long walks along the beach, dragging dead bodies, um, in the hope that we can bury them among the crabs that I gave you. That's. That's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. No, I want to marry you myself. Is it sunset? Um, Just trying to picture it in my mind. Would it be sunset? With that? Um, it all depends whether or not they've got a son or a daughter. I don't really know. It could be sunset or daughter. Do you know set. what? I've got a question for you. Why are you single? <laughs> why, the, why, 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 why? I don't know. I think I've just worked it out. <laughs> I just... just worked it out. Randy and Ben, Randy and Ben, and then they talk some shit. 
so we've just decided that we're going to do a new section of uh, this. We're going to try something else out, something a little bit different, because we're very early on in the podcast and we're still trying to find our feet. Trying uh, to get the format. Trying to sort the format, aren't we? Yeah, and I, I want to try and do something between Randy and MGB, which is the... And it's been done before, but it's the word association game. Oh, man, it's man it. Yeah, so you, I, can't, you can't beat Mallet. Well, you can. Mallet, Mallet. That was done by um, Timmy Mallet. Thanks, Mallet. Oh. Mallet. You know, it's just Mallet. Who, strangely enough, was uh, a kid celebrity years ago that didn't turn out to be a paedophile. That wasn't arrested by. Well, that's because he was actually the same height as most of the kids anyway. So he just, just fitted right the in. Shit out of him as soon yeah. as he went near him. He'd be like, oh, hello, I'm Mallet. It's Mallet. Do you want to uh, come into the dark room with me? And they'd be fuck off, Timmy. They'd knock him out and take his lunch money, wouldn't they? And that'll be the three-year-old girls. Yeah. So the rules of the game are, I will say the first word. Martin's going to go first on the first one. There is no repeating and no hesitation. Oh, I'm so Ooh. rubbish at this. You see, next time you do this, you've got to have something to hit on the head. Something like inflatable. Be I can it, find you something no, to hit on the head. Be it a blow-up doll Trust me, I will time. be willing you no. to win, Martin, if I get to hit someone on the head. No. So, are you ready? No. Is Martin. That first, is that the first word? I've always wanted to do this, so you're you're basically a gladiator, aren't you, oh, Randy? You're oh, a gladiator, God. Martin. You're our contestant. Ready, contender, ready. That's not exactly how it goes. Actually, it goes. You will go on my first whistle, and you will go on my second whistle. Contender, I ready. I don't have a fucking whistle, so well. contender, ready. <laughs> gladiator. Ready! I'm going to say yes and do one of them poses like lightning used to do. Martin, your first word is fridge. Magnet. Uh, I told you, I'm Fuck shit. hesitation! Uh, uh, you've already fucked that up. Oh, I'm rubbish, do it again. I'm shit. Okay. Go on, do it again. Go do it again. Martin, your first word is fridge. Magnet. Tacky. Blue. Blue tack. Well, that's kind of like the same thing. It's not. Tacky blue tack, it's just an, it's hyphenated blue tack, it's not right. one word. I no, never said, thought this was going to be no. so, such a hard game. <laughs> no, you said, you said tacky and I said blue tack. No, no I said blue tack. and then you went blue tack. Yeah, that's different because glue is like a liquid I stuff. Said blue. Blue tack. You said blue. blue, I thought you said glue. Blue. No, oh, see, that's all tacky, them fucking paedophiles in your home room just <laughs> fucked up your voice. See, I couldn't understand what you said, it's all that. It's all the dried salty it's semen that's caught in the it's teeth. It's all that celebrity cock. I never thought the voice. first one was going to be a draw, but we've got it as a draw. Oh, right, no. so the next one is, oh. Randy, you're going to go first. Ah, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Here we go. Right, you ready for your first word? Here we go. Felching. Ah, so I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it again. Do okay, it again. Randy, are you ready? Yep. Your first word is felching. Orifice. Joyful. Straw. Hey. You suck joints. Hey, I said. Oh, okay. Hey. Straw. Hey. You see? Fucking hell. You're really good at this game. But quick. (laughs) Quick. Randy. Hey. Horses. Drawn. Pencil. Case. Ruler. Ah. Die. Die. You you hesitated. No, no, no. no, Hesitation. That was hesitation. hesitation. I hate this game. You (laughs) You are really shit. So. I feel like edited everything. I probably feel like I did. Are you ready for the last word? Yes, darling. I don't know what happened before, but this is going for the win. 
goal. What do you mean for the win? I don't know what happened. I won the last one, didn't I? Oh, I don't know what happened. So. I thought it was a draw and one. I can't remember. So, okay. Oh, my. Lose. Dildo. Penis. Balls. Golden. Beckham. Ben. Dover. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, one. <laughs> fucking one. That is a winner. I'm sorry, but that I just is a winner. you said that, and I just got, I just had porn run into my head then, and I just got lost and not got an erection. So messing with the format, as we've just said, and we're, we're sort of trying out new things like the word association game. That honestly, I enjoyed that. Oh, I didn't. It was. Uh, I'll do it again. Don't get me wrong. I, I practice makes perfect, but honestly, it's it's. I find it so difficult. You were shit. I, I actually shit. think you should keep it that way and keep it with Randy. Yeah, I was going. I was so shit. I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, because you're so scared of doing it, it just makes it even harder for the person doing it because they're just like, oh, I'm just going to try a little bit too hard. So bad. So, okay, so we're changing the format. So, so changing the format, um, for those of of you wonderful listeners that that, uh, tuned into the last podcast at the uh, the wrestling academy. Didn't like the last podcast. Oh, the last podcast was brilliant. It was at the wrestling academy. Ben sort of talked himself into hot water, not the first time, I should imagine, but uh, and ended up getting uh, chops, which are very hard slaps across the chest. I had a bruise for a week. <laughs> from a load of I wrestlers. actually had a bruise for a week on my chest. What I want to propose is if we're doing the word association thing, I think we should do a challenge Ben, like challenge Annika, do you yeah. remember? Yeah. But challenge Ben, and then listeners can email in to any of the social media platforms, or even to the email. Uh, and come up with a challenge for Ben. Obviously, it's got to be realistic. Don't email in going, I think Ben should bungee jump from the Grand Canyon, unless you're going to fucking pay for it. Yeah, it's got to be a realistic challenge that we can give Ben, and we will video it, we'll film it, we'll GoPro it, we'll stick it on the social media, and then we'll refer back to it on the podcast. Because Ben's kind of like our, um, was it Peter Duncan that used to do all the... Danger stuff for Blue Peter. I think it did. I never really watched it because yeah, I was actually... Blue Peter, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, in my, when, in my era when I was growing up, we went outside and played. With pedophiles. Yeah, you were with pedophiles. We went out now, then, now, then, now then, look, listen, I, I've heard nothing from him whatsoever, okay? Jingle, I, I jingle, don't jingle, say, well, but in jingle. your village you grew up in, I, yeah. I'd have rather been sat in front of an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had Xboxes as well. Xboxes. But they're filled up with eggs. Yeah. That was the only village in England in the 70s where parents actively encouraged their kids not to fucking go out. Going back, so, to, going back to Challenge Ben, mm. um, one, I don't like this idea. Yes, you do. I love this idea. Um, I think you two have got a lot better deal with uh, word association game yeah. than Challenge Ben. Yeah. It's not you two, it's the, Randy, because yeah. this is your show. So Randy, that is Randy's one yeah. of doing that which he finds like hard to do. Yeah. Challenge Ben is your one. So since that 100k walk that you did... That I did, I walked 100k. Yes, I know, I was there. Did it for charity. I know, I was there, I saw it. And yeah. I've said thank you for that as well. It, was, right. it is a charity that obviously is close to my heart. Yeah, for those of you literally know, is heart. Yeah. Um, what was it for again? So British Heart Foundation. Which was British Heart Foundation. And I walked 100 kilometres. All day and all, all night. All day, all night, and then pretty much all day again. Yeah, it was, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was an epic achievement. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one of these people that was saying, I know people have uh, called me a hero and amazing. I don't think I am. I am, by the way. Yes, yeah, so you got a really nice medal for it as well, didn't you? I did get a nice medal for it. So did you for some reason. You didn't even I, fucking I was, walk representing, I was in Representing. The, I was in the support car. Fucking medal for doing fuck all. Oh, I fell asleep. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. so how, how much exercise have you done since that? You still top of your game, Iron Man sort of... Olympic level kind of fitness. I'm really good at Call of Duty. I haven't moved off the fucking sofa since I did that. And that was over a year ago. So you could do a five thousand run easy then. 
5,000 run. 5K. 5K? Doing 5K. 5K is easy though, isn't it? For him, for a man of his like magnitude. I haven't done any exercise. So right. you think you could? Do you think you could do a 5K run then? No, I don't think I could do a fucking 5K run. No, no I, I don't. Hang on, don't give it all. Oh, I don't think I could do a fucking. I don't you know, even what, think I could do stairs. What? Ten then. That's an uh, idea. Yeah, I think ten. That's that's an idea. Fucking that is. attitude. Oh, 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 ten k. Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah, ten. I think ten. This is a stupid and, game. And yes. I re- is is there any which are coming up soon? So what? Is there any 10k runs coming up soon that you I'm could do? Clue. No, I think it's just run round. Is it Great Lions? <laughs> just keep running round. <laughs> <Great Lions. laughs> Until I tell you to stop. Yeah. No, I'll guess banks. when it's about 10k. No, I'll have, a, I'll, have a, I'll have a stopwatch. To be fair, I know some. I, know, I don't know why I'm telling you this because I don't want to do any of this at all. I know a. Um, I know someone who does running. We we all well, you and I know uh, uh, Nicola Sutton, mm. and she's well into a running club. And I reckon that they would push me to do this. Nicola, if you're listening, yep. could you uh, Facebook us and see if Ben can get a spot on a, on a 10k run to challenge Ben? In a tutu? No, I won't go that far because he's not fit enough. You get the chafing from the tutu, I think, just in a, yeah, in but a normal Yeah, if he wears kit. like a green mankini with it, mm. which ties in nice with no, the stand. I've already done a green mankini. I, know. I walked through Chatham High Street wearing a green mankini once. I fucking loved it. Yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. No, I think just no, regular, you know what? regular running. For the, for the interest of the podcast, I will do a 10k run and I will let you film it and you'll let you do film my training and whatever. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it because I have I have become really unfit. So my challenge is 10 kilometer run. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll take that. Nikki, balls in your court, love. They, 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 they have balls when you're running. No, it's tennis, you weirdo. Oh. Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if it's men, they do have balls when they're running. Not me. But why are they running? <laughs> if you've got balls, why are you running? Use your energy for someone else. I couldn't do it. I know that. So on that point, I think um, I think it's about time we wrap this up. Do you know what? Thank you very much, Martin. It's been amazing having you on. Uh, thank, thank you, you for having us. For us. No, don't, don't have to thank us. We thank you. Well, no, at the end of the day, I mean, you, you guys invited me on. I'm not like... As known as others at the moment on the scene, that hopefully this will help in getting me a few more gigs now. Simple, some people promoters will hear it and think, you know what, it could be alright with a beard and that, you know, we get some sexy beards coming on, but we want better love beards. Jimmy Savile, so, Rolf Harris, the safe pair of hands here. Jimmy Savile, yeah. yeah, this is just it. Yeah, Jimmy Savile was famous, we'll have him. Yeah. Do you know what? I've been Ben Prensky, yeah, and this has been Left Unsupervised Podcasts. Whoop, whoop, whoop.